the best the best is like every time he's gotten a rose because you know how the girls like they call out their name uh-huh. so there's nothing better than when they just go meatball <laughs> <laughs> holding a rose meatball, meatball. Pocket, a podcast by Jake and Dylan. Oh, yeah, that's much better. Much better. Okay, okay, so okay. much better. Okay, okay, Just... okay. The moment we've all been waiting for the show of shows. The show of shows. Since so I begged Jake, pleaded, from the bottom of me heart. I said, "Hey, for the for the for the sake of the show and retaining our female audience, can we for the sake of all these new female listeners we have, can we talk some Bachelorette and our Bachelorettes, Gabby and Rachel? Because it's not like I religiously watch the show on Mondays with Alex on the couch or anything. No, <laughs> it's no, like no. there's not something that we set aside time for at 8 p.m. on Monday uh-huh. of every week. But yeah. here I am watching it just for the pleasure of our female listeners and solely them. Yeah, so." I hope this isn't old news at this point, because it's been two days. So, So, Jake, was this your first episode? I'd never watched a show before, ever. So, this is my first time. I finally understand what the roses do. Uh Uh-huh. Like, my whole whole life, I've always heard of the term, like, will you accept the rose or take this rose? And I was like, Uh I don't know what the roses are on this show. I thought they were, like, points or something like that as I was watching this show. But now I know. Probably the most like ridiculous part of every episode that I've never understood is the fact that the host, in this case Jesse Palmer, always like every single time they come out when it's the final rose, just to come out and say, "Ladies," and you know, whoever the, if the contestants are guys, guys, this is the final rose of the night, and like then just walks back into the shadows. It's like why? <laughs> Everybody's well aware of this. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. But. So this was your first ever episode in your entire life? Yeah, I've never, I've never watched. I've watched some other like shitty reality shows, like um, like Ninety Day no Fiance. Um, there's one. It's like Love at First Sight or something like that. Yeah, like some of the ones on TLC. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I've just watched them like with with the with the wag like back yeah. in college, and uh, those the I wags mean, they go crazy for that. Am I right? Yeah, the wags love it, but I I like like shitty reality TV. I feel like we've yeah. talked about that before, but this was a whole different animal. Ugh, dude, this was, I've always hated the concept of the bachelor and the bachelorette, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. trying to find love, but why don't I do it? Well, the competing against 20 other, 10 people, other people. Yeah. And they're like, you know, being with other people and just the fact that they have to go on these like group outings together and they're all just like feigning for love. And it's like, <laughs> And they're they're just like pretending to, I don't know, like they they don't want to make that like the the bachelor or the bachelorette like angry or do anything. So I feel like it's very like I don't know fake. So not that it's a surprise that it's all fake because none of it's really that real. But like yeah, like, I got dragged I... in. So like I I had always been like an innocent bystander. My mom and sister would watch it growing up, and then it wasn't until. When I was out in Seattle, one of, one of the guys I lived with was like, no, we have to watch The Bachelorette tonight. <laughs> We're like, going to watch. Or I think it was The Bachelor because he's like, oh, like the chicks are going to be hot, da, da, da. And I was like, I don't want right, to watch yeah, a bunch cool. of dudes. But we watched. We watched. And I remember like I just kind of got sucked in because it was like, well, what else was I going to do? It was pretty quiet at that point in time. Yeah. And then when I came back home and started watching with my mom and sister, I really enjoyed that just because it was something that like the three of us 
did together, like as sad as it is, like I got joy watching the Bachelorette. Misery loves with company, my mom and sister. So. Yeah, but just seeing, like it was, it was fun for me to watch and be like the the cynic in it all, and be like, oh, this is so cringe. And my mom and sister are like, wait, what, what's so cringe about this? And I'm like, you don't get it. It's love. It's true but, love. But I will say this episode to those that watched this past Monday, uh, this season, Jake is. The first time they've ever had two I know, bachelorettes I know it's not and like, yeah. and and so like it has caused a lot of drama and controversy with like them originally having the same pool of thirty guys, yeah. and then now having to get to this point where it's like, all right, like they have to declare they're like they are Team Gabby or they are Team Rachel, and now they're on their separate journeys, but still together. Yeah. But it it has really accelerated this process because they started with thirty, and then all these guys got weeded out just so that they could be Team Rachel, Team Gabby. And then now it's like they're down to six or however many are on each team. And it's like, they've only been doing this for like, what, four, it feels like four weeks. And, and, uh, so in that case, it just like, like the, the one-on-one dates and everything that it, that is like the one-on-one dates and group dates have like really, really picked up. And I feel like they don't know each other at all. And what was really noticeable in this episode was like, I'm a sucker for Gabby. For those that know, like I fell in love with her, and on Clayton season, like I didn't didn't really like. I thought she was a little bit of a dunce early on, and then like all of a sudden when she stood up to Clayton, the last Bachelor, I was like, damn, like she's hot. She's like strong, smart, all these awesome qualities. And then I think her in comparison to Rachel, I've always said Rachel's a simp because Rachel was like, yeah. like when all this stuff was going on with Clayton. Like, you had Gabby being like, no, I'm not fucking accepting your rose. And then you have Rachel like, yeah, can I have the rose? Like, you know, she and she's like crying over him. It's like, ah. Uh. But, and now she's the bachelorette and she's crying. Meanwhile, Gabby's like in her bikini looking hot as hell and like entertaining all six guys on her date, like with the, the fish and everything. Slapping that the was fish. the one thing where it was a little bit of a sausage fest. Like, like I've never seen a group date just seem so like, yeah, like six guys all trying to like just hang out with like they were all like having too good of a time for like six guys and like the girlfriend that they all share yeah yeah that uh, that shit just yeah rubs me the wrong and way. then like the one guy like lays a kiss on her and is like i had to get it in I that was those. so fucking uncomfortable because when when the dude I, I i i wrote that down i was like what the fuck buddy because he it, it was the best part about it was that he just like kisses her out of nowhere and then he kind of walks away. He's all like proud. And he's like, oh, the other dude's totally fucking, all other dudes hated that. And then I kissed her. But like, today it was fun. But like, that kiss was the highlight. It's like, you, you sniped her. She, yeah. she, she didn't even have time to react. And you just kissed her. And he's like walking away, like chest, like, oh. but you guys well, fucking that's hated one of the that. things about this show, like with it being a competition of love and whatnot, like they, it's not natural. It's not normal. It's all forced. Um, it's forced but then also uh they they you'll hear the contestants talk about like the small moments or like having those moments sharing these moments together creating these moments and like like that's why all the all the guys that are like vowing for gabby and rachel's love like they feel the need to like try to stand out um i'm trying to think of like like whenever they like like the fact that they're about to say in like a, in the cocktail party right and they all know like all right hopefully I get my 10 15 minutes with her and they're like already prepping what they're going to say or do like they have a I little, need to let her know that I care about her remember those kids that we played soccer with well I brought a soccer ball with me for our 10 minute conversation I Let's stole one of those little dutch kids for you 
I could tell you were eyeing them and that you wanted one for your own. Yeah. And then, and then, meanwhile, there's one guy with a kid, and she had <laughs> given him chocolate. You thought you for, thought about my daughter, but I mean, it was one of those where it's like also uh, leg up to him because she's going out of her way as the bachelorette. Like he is, I, if there's a front runner, ladies, am I right? Nate's totally Nate and Gabby for sure going to happen. That dude Johnny but, seems like a chiller at first. First of all, you know, I want to hear like some of the guys, like the names or like people that like. Stuck I just out remember the Johnny dude stood out because they went on that like beer the excursion and they like took a bath in the beer and shit. Yeah. Immediately, I, I was jokes. like, "This guy looks thirty-eight. He does not. He's twenty-five. I also, yeah, I so many thing. of these no dudes our fucking age. are our age, and it yeah. just it makes me feel like I'm like, holy fuck, like I know I don't quite necessarily like I could pass off as younger than I am, but like, sure. fuck, these guys like. Johnny could be 38, and I would totally believe that shit. And yeah. I, she, Gabby was saying that he's so macho and he's too cool, too cool for school, which she really likes. And <laughs> he was like, yo, she took me out to a beer, a beer farm. Like, she likes beer. And I like that. That's pretty attractive. <laughs> but <laughs> as they, like, went on their, like, little date, I, I turned around on him a little bit, you know? He, he, yeah, he, he, he jokes, came out of his bubbles shell, in the beer. came out of his shell, you know, was being himself. And turns out, you know, he has a hard time opening up, which yeah. it's, it's, you know, don't judge a book by its cover and, you know, good for him. Um, well, the one, the one thing is like some of these guys, the, it's tricky because like, I want to believe everything they say. And then there's times where I don't believe like, any, they open I don't believe up anything these guys say. But then there's times like that where they open up so much that it's like, it almost feels slightly calculated. Like when he's like, yeah, I have horrible self-confidence and like, I wish I was more confident, but it almost feels like he's like, part of it just feels like it's slightly calculated and like aiming, hoping that it sticks, like just to try to like land a rose or like land a kiss or like a little sympathy card. Because I don't know, something about it, it just came so out of nowhere and it didn't like naturally flow in the conversation. And that's how like a lot of those... Like one-on-one conversations that they show. I don't know. They just feel off to me. Yeah. To me. Some of the other stuff that stood out. Some dude, Meatball? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. So Alex and I were sitting there watching. Self-imposed Meatball enthusiast? Yep. Yeah. Well, I was just laughing because the best best is like every time he's gotten a rose because you know how the girls like they call out their name. Uh So there's nothing better than when they just go, Meatball. (laughs) (laughs) Holding a rose. Meatball. Meatball. Um, yeah, so the Logan drama, just, yeah. what an episode to start off on. This, cause I just, I, it was like a slap in the face. I was like, what, first of all, no idea what's going on. Second, what the fuck is going on? Mr. Yeah. Mr. Flip Flop over here. Um, I loved how he just went over there. And again, you know, it's a reality show. And <laughs> he shows up to her door and he's like, sorry for the surprise. And then they jump to the other camera that's in her room already. And it like shows like <laughs> him from her view. And she's like, Oh no, come in. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Big surprise there. And I just thought it was so stupid, but yeah. um, my notes, mind. I just have Logan is a dunce. Rachel is a simp crying over Logan. Like, how are you crying over Logan? Like this guy, well, too, granted, he, was just, he was talking to her and he was just like, yo, like, God, when I think about this, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, you're, you're, you're babe. Like, fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, she's no, so I understand. Hot. I don't like, need to hear that. You're hot. But yeah, I was like, buddy, like, <laughs> don't she, need Yeah, to. she cut him off. She did. She was like, don't lay it on. But 
I feel bad for this racial chick, dude. Like as I as I watched yeah, the, it's happened multiple times. As I watched this uh, episode longer, you can tell like she has an unhealthy amount of her self confidence, like coming and her self worth is coming from these dudes. And yeah. at first, I was like, "Damn, this bitch is annoying." And then later, I was just like, "Damn, I feel for this bitch," you know? <laughs> because <laughs> Damn, this bitch is like me. She's one of us. I felt I felt so bad for her because you can tell she's not in a good place mentally. The the, yeah. the the ups and downs that she went through through this episode. You see her in the beginning just losing her shit. She's crying. She has to cancel this date and. Choose, she doesn't have to, but she chooses no, no, to. She, and then, for herself, she has to cancel yes, the date. Yes. And then when she goes and talks to them later, and she's like, oh, they're giving me all this attention now. And they're like, oh, you're so strong for dealing with it. She's like, I am. You're right. <laughs> I'm better then, again. I love you and guys. And then, uh, what's his name? Tino. Tino, Tino goes with like, he's like, this is going to be a hard conversation to have. Like, Dude. Hey, Rachel, I really didn't appreciate that you canceled the yeah. date because, like, I think we're at this point in our relationship where we can have open conversations. Oh, so and, like, stupid. he was, like, all nervous about, like, saying something like that and then just to, like, land a kiss and get the rose. Yeah. So, which I think he knew. He knew um, all along. Right angle. I hate the competing for love thing. That's just, like, every time – because the show itself isn't all bad, but it's just whenever I get reminded of it's, it's like, five dudes all going for a girl at the same time. And it was – it was never made more obvious um, than when they were doing. Is it? It's called a cocktail party. Is that what it is? When they like, yeah, do a little yeah. rundown of the things. I just, I, I would, I, I want to read you this paragraph that I wrote down, and I think paragraph. it, I think it sums it up well. I was just summing up the Rachel girl and everything that she went through. Um, sure. Wow, she's handling it so well. But I'm here for you, and you're so strong, and you're so hot, and you're so brave. Okay, now let's make out. Next guy, oh, and you've been, you've been through so much, and I really missed you earlier, and, and you're the best, so, like, let's make out. Uh, how cool is this room that's this ship that we're on, this room that's on the ship? I made it just for you. Let's make out. Oh, God, I was so worried about you, and our connection's, like, so deep. You're handling this very well. We can be so honest with each other. Let's scream. Now let's make out. What the fuck? Well, oh, it's just it's just a bunch of sucking face, and that's what that's the shit that really gets me to my core. I'm like, and then, and I, then I think the word simp is pretty stupid in most contexts, but like every like a lot of this stuff when I was watching, I'm like, this feels simpy, quote unquote, of like, sure, I love you so much, and I, I can't wait to give you a little smooch when we have a little time together, and I just oh, we're spending time with all these other guys, but I really like you, so and then. And, how about how about on the other side flip side you go over to gabby's camp and it's like all these guys like well i mean we've been with her for three weeks now and logan just comes in like it'll be interesting to see what happens there and then meanwhile it's like gabby and him sitting on the couch like wow so it's yeah i'm so glad that you let me on this side um and then just lock eyes start sucking face it was like there was no they're like nothing to their conversation (laughs) just like wow it's just i'm glad you let me back on the show for you and then to explore this logan looks a lot like pedro pascal you know who that is he's the actor who was in he was in the unbearable weight of massive talent with nicholas cage he was in narcos he was he played the mandalorian look up look up pedro pascal right now and tell me because that what I do know about like Logan is that he went to he went to NAU. No way. Oh, Pedro Pascal, All right. Chilean actor. I am seeing this. Look up and then look up Logan. Flip, yeah, flip between the two screens. They look the they look so. I see it. Similar. No, I see it in the face. It's kind of that like slightly dumbfounded like. 
And he's got that little like hair flip that goes like like his hair just constantly. Yeah. Let's yeah. see. Some of these photos are very much more supporting. But yeah, uh, I we have some friends. Alex and I have some friends that went to NAU, uh, this little girl gang. But they were saying that that they have like I don't know. They know him from when they were in college, and that like yeah, I saw his nothing dick. positive to say. <clears throat> they just all said nothing positive to say. They didn't yeah. go into any detail. But of course, now he's like he's from San Diego. San Diego's a hotbed for. I I, I had to look up some of these dudes' names so I could like write down who was talking, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of quite a few like SoCal boys. You know, I think so. the only other thing that I would touch on is like or interested to hear is uh like the role of the host, Jesse in this case. Like what was your take cuz like I I jotted down Uncle Jesse when he had that little heart to heart with with Rachel. <laughs> I I just that, those moments are always just like so cringe. Is he the normal host cuz isn't there other He's become he's become the new host. Okay. Chris Chris Harrison or yeah. whoever it used to be. I cuz I'm familiar with him so when he came yeah. in I was very confused. But yeah, canceled. I don't Did he? I think so, yeah. Oh, or something shit. that he did or said or Ruh-roh. something with the show. Oh. Uh, I feel like I remember hearing that. Um yeah, he uh you know, it's just more, more fake shit. And what do you want to do moving forward? Rachel, no, you'll you have you've to. been through Everyone's a lot. Journey. Yeah, yeah. There's no perfect journey on the Bachelorette. Bachelorette. It's not scripted, you know. Yeah, I just, I don't think I can do this. That's okay. What do you want to do? I don't know. Guys, I know you're all looking forward to <laughs> a date today. I hate to break this to you, but Rachel's not going to make it. Don't tell. And oh my god, can we also acknowledge too that I know there's a stereotype of these shows, especially the dudes, that every single dude is like subtle variations of the same base mold of a man. <laughs> but oh my god, when they were walking around the uh, the Rachel guys, and then it was it ended up being pretty much the same thing for the Gabby guys too. They all had the same fucking outfit on. It was a yeah. solid colored shirt, a jacket overneath. Button down, like a button down jacket, uh, pants, and just like solid colored shoes. And I don't know, it's like how much of that ball in his sweats. <laughs> how much of that is the show being like you're gonna wear this, but like yeah. they just wear the same thing, and it's it's hilarious. Um, another one thing that stood out to me too. So it's on a boat. Every room has like two telescopes in it. I don't understand that. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> how often do they get used? I can almost guarantee that at least the people on this show like went up to him like, oh, oh okay, cool. Don't touch it again. Show ID. It's a waste see. of telescopes, dude. They look like they're nice telescopes, too. Those yeah. are some thick telescopes. Quite the budget with ABC. Seriously. So would Couldn't you get over it? Do you have any uh, intentions of watching it ever again? Fuck. I mean, if we make this a thing. Like, invested? We'll um, see. I feel somewhat invested. Yeah, I guess. Um um let's my, see is my, there any other uh my last note that i have here is just the smile on logan's face after his combo with gabby like after he like just tells her that like you know he shared with rachel what he shared <laughs> i'm and then, really like, glad we'll see i see what did she this. says and then just the smile like just you could tell the weight was lifted off his shoulders and he probably just felt so good to be done with that all but at the same time just like logan my guy i love the anim- logan my guy the animosity that he uh received from the other dudes yeah someone said something really petty i can't remember what oh like 
Yeah, I mean, well, some of us, some of the other guys have been putting in the work. <laughs> it's like, have been here for a while putting so in the work. Dumb. It's like, cool, you're on a fucking reality show, bud. Chill the fuck out. But when when they were at the cocktail thing and she gives uh, Tino the rose because she feels mm-hmm. like she can connect with him so much. Just the, the <laughs> somewhat comfortable, but also, too, just the shots. I love the shots of just, like... All it is is just like guys like leaning back with their like, you know, angrily just like staring off into space, just their head in their hand. Just yeah. like, what could I have done differently? Uh, what could I have uh, said to make her love me in yeah, my five just minutes with every her? dude? Just, All right. I can be, be a little more angry. Can you furrow your brow for us? I think that would do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try that. Yeah. Well, and I think they were really like what I was saying earlier about these relationships really uh, accelerating at this point. Like, I don't even know who half these guys are. It's still so early in the season. And yet this is just showing like these, these shots as, as framed as they might be staged as they might be of like, yeah, look frustrated and whatever. <laughs> like you're six weeks in or four weeks in or whatever. And yet, yeah, I guess you are competing for like a top five spot or whatever, whatever the numbers are. But man, like I never, I just don't remember like it being like this hostile of an environment between like the groups of five this early on. That's what you get when you put, when you put all these lions in a room together, Mm -hmm. sparks are going to fly. Another thing too, that I absolutely loved was the dudes when the, the Rachel date that got canceled. One of the guys, I forget who it was, but he's just like, Belgium is sick. Like chocolates and waffles and horses. Hi, horses. I don't know if you remember that, but I no. love that part. Hi, horses. It was a Rachel guy, huh? A Rachel guy. Sounds about right. Horses. Pilot Rachel. Hey, horses. Pilot Rachel. Fucking great, dude. Uh, um, well. But yeah, some of the big takeaways. Yeah, meatball. Rachel's meatball. a mess. Uh, Gabby, I guess, seems kind of chill. They both, I don't know, neither uh, seems all that interesting to be honest yeah. <laughs> or all that like cool. Yeah. Like they, they do a decent job that first episode. Like they, you know, show like, Oh, I'm pilot Rachel and I'm this, and this is what I do in my, you know, in the real world outside of the, what do they universe. do? They, one's a pilot. One's a pilot. One's a nurse. So Gabby's a nurse. Mm-hmm. She used to be it's pretty dope. She, yeah. Gabby used to be a cheerleader for the Broncos and now she's a ICU nurse. Holy shit. And then, <laughs> what a yeah, fucking, then, what a fucking change. Yeah, and breaking Rachel. hearts to fixing broken hearts. Am I right? <laughs> Rachel's Rachel's a pilot, and like that's one of the things that she brought up on, like one of her first one-on-one dates is like, yes, like with me being a pilot and like working and traveling so much. Like, do you want a family? Yes. In which case, like, are you okay with Ra-? like they were covering these bases on their, you know, technically their first real date? And I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean, if the whole point of the show Strange. is to find your like soulmate, like, yeah, might as well get it out of the way. It's aggressive though. Yeah. The one thing, the one other thing I'd add, last thing is like, I don't know about you, but this does hook me in every single time. I'm like partially out. The editors, the editing team at bachelor nation man they do a fucking incredible job with their like on the next week oh or, my like, god in this season because they they can just clip up some action-packed drama it was that, makes it that was so like the world intense. is meant to i i forgot about flames. that but like that made me want i was like i gotta see what happens because yeah. it seems like shit goes down mm-hmm. logan drama oh, what 
Logan someone drama. Someone gets asked someone, to leave. May or may not be him. Yeah, someone's gonna get asked to leave. Someone like someone's not gonna be there for the right reason. There's just gonna be. Also, yeah, they're they're gonna be in Amsterdam, so you know they're gonna be either one high as shit the whole time, two tripping sack from taking some some uh, some what are they some lovely truffles, or uh-huh. gonna be uh, knee deep in prostitutes because they'll yeah, be in the red light district. So yeah, Amsterdam, Amsterdam, taking me back. <laughs> I want to go back. Sorry, I th- I thought I just hit my mic and no, you did. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to fan myself off because I'm so fucking hot in my room. Bachelorette, right gets, it'll get you hot and bothered. Steamy. Yeah. All right. Into your regularly for all of our longtime listeners. First time, long Not time. just the ladies that just, just tuned in for Kirsten's episode last not week. This, not this flood of new women. New women are new in the house. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. And it is magnificent. <laughs> Let's let's get into the weekly gripe and hype. This oh, is a regular dude. for you newcomers. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we either uh, celebrate or bitch about something that happened over the course of the week. A mix of a mix of both. One of both. A mix of both if there is one. Um, I'll start it off. Lead it off. I I kind of want to do the the gripe first. You know, right, let's get go the, Get the bad news out of the way. Uh, went to a Sum 41 concert, which if you listen to the Kirsten episode, we I think we talked about that we were going to a show together. It's Sum 41 and Simple Plan. Feeling and went with angsty. Kirsten. Went with Kirsten and her old like roommate, friend from uh-huh. Santa Barbara. Um, fun time. We show up, go to the Masonic. Uh, Simple Plan is on. We get in the crowd. We're having a good time. We're vibing. The, the, the One thing leads to great. another. Knee to the head. <laughs> get. With that, don't get, don't get ahead. Don't, don't get ahead of me. Um, yeah. So like during Simple Plan, we like managed to like get up. We like there there was plenty of moshing happening. Uh, it was a great time. Oh, trust me, there was plenty. Trust of me, moshing. I was moshing. And then we're basically at the very front for Simple or for Sum Forty One. And immediately shit like kicks off and it is just like aggressive, like crowd shoving, um, like surges of people moving forward, like trying our best to just like stand up. And all I could think was, this is fucking sketchy. And I don't know if we should actually like stay up here. And there's just people. Mom, they're starting to shove people. Mom, please. Come please. Pick me up. And there's just people crowd surfing, not jumping off the stage into the crowd, but like climbing up on people and then them getting carried. And there was a couple times when, thank God for the dude, this one dude in front of me, like, like looked up and pointed and which gave me just enough time to like see a body like coming towards me so I could like stick my hands up and like keep them, keep (laughs) them afloat. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, one of the dudes, this dude who uh later found out is he was just like fucking geeking hard like on some shit and like super bug-eyed is crowd surfing fucking knees kirsten like in the face um kicks him kicks her in the face um and then when he like touches back down onto earth it's just like i don't know just freaking out like kind of like throwing elbows too and uh 
we talked to the crowd control dude, security about it, and he was just like, don't stand in the front. Like, this is what happens if you stand in the front. If you don't want to, just go away. And we're like, all Did right. Did you buddy. read the sign? Yeah. <laughs> you know the rules. Do you not know what concert you're at? So, yeah, it was pretty shitty. We we, we left after that and then talked to security. They were nice. They Did gave you guys us. write, like, a really nasty Yelp oh. review? Like, last time I'll go to some 41 Two concert. stars. Oh, my God. <laughs> but they hooked it up and they let us go to this, like, side part that was more for, like, VIP people so we got to watch the rest of the show like not like swarmed by people so that was fun so because that's like every time you keep on telling the story that's what i'm envisioning as a side area Mm. and from the videos that i saw in your story i was like all right that looks like relatively tame oh very tame super fun so once you got to that the whole show was good kirsten getting kicked not good but you know you roll with the punches or the or the feet (laughs) yeah if I find out that one more of our fucking guests gets kicked in the head, it's it's over. It's over mm. for the crowd surfer or whoever it is that yeah. is taking out their uh, their angst on yeah. our, seriously. our lovely guests. Seriously. Um, but hi On the right side. On the right high. side. Fucking outside lands, baby. I'm wearing my outside land shirt, too. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, so it just yeah. took place, what, this weekend? Yeah, it was this past weekend. Um, I got the fucking come up of the century. I was hanging out with, uh, my friend Sabrina when, when the, when the wag came down or came up, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I lost my train of thought. We all hung out and she like, and her group of friends already had like tickets to go. And she asked me, Hey, do you want to come? My buddy isn't using his like wristband for the first day. So you can come with us. And I was like, yeah, of course, I would love to. Like, how much does he want for it? Oh, no, he'll give it to you for free. Fucking score. So I was like, hell yes, I'm in. So I ended up going with them to the first day. It was super fucking fun. Um, Name some performers. Oh, God. Some artists. I'm so bad at remembering people. Um, Okay, first day. First day. Some big names. Saw. You know what? Shirt's coming off. So this is on the very back of it. Remember, people. Okay, who did we see? Uh, good thing this isn't a video pod because otherwise this will get screenshotted everywhere. Oh my God, no. Okay, day one saw Disclosure. That was fucking fun. Never seen them before. Um, hmm. Sounds like you skipped a lot of... Uh... Dayglow, Purple Disco Machine. I think those are the main people we saw. Um, Why did I think there were like more big names at Outside Lands? Like, didn't, didn't you go... Green Day. Oh. So, I will oh. I will get to the more of the story. Oh. So, after the first day, it was super fun. I was like, alright, that was a good time. Um, next day, I wake up. Um, about to go to the gym. I get a text from Sabrina again. Hey, my coworker's friend is selling her ticket. Do you want it? What? You can't even get a, a single day ticket at the time. They were sold out. It's impossible. Yeah. I was like, yeah. How much? 175. That's face value without fees. So even less than face value. And she was like, she's willing to negotiate. I don't need to fucking negotiate. I got yesterday free. I'm paying 175 to go to two days of outside lands. That's unheard of. People don't get to do that. So that is a hype. Talk about hype. 
We so, celebrate that. Yeah, we love that. So yeah, day two got to see uh, local natives. That was fucking tight. Um, They're super good live. Um, after that, Frank Moody, who's a, uh, uh, I guess it's like a band. I thought it was just a guy DJing, but mm-hmm. super funky and groovy. Um, and then saw Parcels, who just a very, yeah. you know, you know Parcels? Yeah. yeah. So they were, that was one of the most fun sets of the whole, whole fucking time. They just, it was like a jam set, you know, it wasn't quite like just playing the song exactly as it is on the album. They were yeah. moving and got the people moving and grooving and then finished it off with Green Day, which was just oh, like, holy shit. Um, as I shirt's going back on, on my shirt again. It was either go see Green Day or go see this DJ. I think it's a group, like a duo, Polo and Pan. Um, and I was torn the whole day. I was like, fuck. I know Green Day is going to be great, but Polo and Pan's going to be fucking awesome. And I looked up tickets to go see them. They're only like 40 bucks. So I was like, fuck it. I can't miss Green Day. I'm going to hate myself if I do. And oh my God, am I glad that I saw them because that was that's one of the best shows I've seen like they know how to fucking perform and I got the everyone was hyped you know everyone knows like all their big songs so so fun you walked a lonely road dude the only one that I'll have ever known the that's the one thing with all these festivals though that they they always put you in these like tough spots where they've got multiple good performers going at the same time like it's just how do you get the most ROI, like return on investment. Uh, I mean, you just commit or you just leave partway during one set to go see another. But yeah, it, I think what they try to do is just, you know, do their best to (laughs) do their best to fuck you over. No. Cause like during like those last few, um, or at least on the first night, like the last big people performing, it was SZA Disclosure and Phoebe Bridgers, who like the three of them, very different like kinds of music. So one, I think it's just like a logistics thing. Like, hey, let's take these very different artists, put them at the three different stages to like minimize the crowd. And two, you know, it's it's the big closures of the night, but it's also, um, you know, that's who people are going to want to go see. And yeah, it was fun. Man. They- he did it. He did it. It was so fun. I had a good time. I love Outside Lands. Yay. All right. right, let's. I'll keep this same positive energy. I'll start with my hype, yeah. which then later turns into a little bit of a grind. Uh-oh. So my hype is hosting the homies, having yeah. my some of my college roommates, Tim, Connor, and Nick, the three of them, having them here in the San Diego. Yeah, it was good seeing them and like, I had gone all like all in on host mode, pretty much was treating this like it was my vacation, little staycation. You know, we went to the zoo, we hiked, we went to Little Italy. Did you take Borden Brew? Uh, we didn't go to Borden Brew. Excuse um, me? I know. I, the fuck? Granted, like I think they we ended up eating a lot of burritos, Mexican food in general. That's good, at least. Got salt and straw. Mm. Got some salt and straw, which you can get was salt and like straw other a, places though. So we went to we went to Great Maple. Have you ever been to Great Maple? No, it's I don't a think brunch so. spot like right by me. Oh, maybe and you took me there. I think mm, you did you? No, I, Alex and I had gone once before, like very 
uh, spontaneously, but they've got these maple bacon donuts that they make like fresh. Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. So, um, but anyways, it was like a really good time, good trip. And like, we went out to PB, went to Padres game, like, you know, went out multiple nights in a row. And so it was totally fine. Like while they were there, awesome time. And just like, I remember Alex saying, man, these East Coast boys, like these Penn State boys, they don't fuck around. Because, like, every morning, like, 7.30, 8 a.m., they were up, ready to go, regardless of, like, if we had gotten to bed at 2.30 the night before or whatever, right? And they were just, like, ready to go, wired. Could have been the, the time difference. But probably it made it that much easier. Like, having my friends there, it's like, you know, they wake up at 8 and it's like, all right, yeah, I'm fucking up. And didn't feel hungover, didn't feel sleep-deprived or whatever that day. It's like, yeah, let's just go walk, get some coffee and do it all over again and then as soon some of them left like sunday morning and then uh well actually one of them their flights their flight got delayed and so they didn't leave until monday morning um so two of them didn't leave till monday morning and so like basically set sunday aside anyways even with them here just to be like a nice unwinding of the trip just like a chill day walk around no drinking no no anything and then sure enough, uh, woke up Monday morning and was just so fucking out of it. Like I was out of it on Sunday and like noticeably out of it. But then to just go like that juxtaposition of like, all right, having my friends there to like, all right, back to reality. You got to go coach. You got to do all this stuff. And like just trying to operate. Like I felt like a really shitty coach was part of it. Like just like, I don't know. I, I was just. I think it was just being sleep deprived. And then like my thoughts weren't straight. Nothing was clear. I know when we recorded with, with Kirsten that Tuesday, I remember still feeling like slightly out of it, but it was weird. Cause by the end of the day it was always when I'd feel my best it was like the end of the day. But when I'd wake up, it was like, that's when I would kind of tap in. And basically until probably Wednesday or Thursday, I remember like probably Thursday morning was the one morning where I was like, all right, like I'm somewhat normal today. Like I just feel a little bit normal as soon as I woke up. But otherwise it was like every morning my alarm would go off and I was like, I could sleep in for another two hours and be regardless of getting eight plus or however many hours of sleep I was getting. It was just like, fuck. Mm -hmm. So that, that was my, that's my gripe. My hype was having, having the boys here, having an awesome fucking trip, hitting the beach plenty and showing them a good time. Catching rays. But the gripe, the gripe man is just like, I think it was the staycation element too. Like there's something about when you go on a trip a vacation and then you do whatever you do and you come home and it's two totally separate places. But then to like kind of be in my own filth that next week of like (laughs) having to clean up and like see, you know, like even just seeing uh, like a little, like the ticket for the zoo, like a reminder of like, fuck, I went to the zoo. When would I ever in my right mind go to the zoo? You know, like, like it was fun when I went with my friends and, and whatever, but like, what was I thinking? You know, I never go to the San Diego zoo. Uh, oh, that's my gripe. Woe is me, <laughs> poor me. Whoa. But anyways, yeah, life's life's good. Uh, new things. Another segment. Close. Ready? Us, new Cosas nuevas. That new shit that we be doing. Que tienes para nosotros? I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle mine off real quick. Yeah. I jotted this down. Substitute teaching, uh, my new thing. I'm gonna do some subbing this year uh, because I coach. Good side I'm already hustle. involved. Yeah, a good little side hustle, something to do during the day because 
most of my like coaching is all going to happen after school hours now that school is starting up. So the nice thing about this is that something I can do in the morning and I'm already cleared through the school or I'm in the process of like getting my uh, like subbing permit uh, cleared right now. But I mean, not that I'm like totally, totally looking forward to it. It's just, I've got an in with the, uh, the PE teachers at CCA because one of the head coaches for the, the head coach for the baseball team, he, he's a PE teacher. And so like, he knows I can sub for him. I can sub for Shanny in the weight room. And so, yeah, like he already asked me, I'm not cleared right now, but just earlier today, someone was like, Shanny was like, uh, Hey, any chance you'd be able to sub for me on Friday? I'm like, dude, first week of school. <laughs> like, <Whoa. laughs> uh, yeah, no, like I'm not cleared yet. Sorry, but I'll get on it. Sheesh. But anyways, it should be, it should be fine. And it's, it's actually kind of funny too. Like I was telling my dad about this and he's like, when I was in school, I just remember the substitute teacher never really had much of an understanding of, you know, like the practice plan or the lesson and, you know, like never even bothered cracking up the tech, crack, cracking up the textbook. It just seemed like they were a glorified babysitter. I didn't and I'm respect like, them because of it. <laughs> but it's like, I think if I'm primarily subbing PE, then it should be pretty chill. And I think a lot of it would be long-term subbing. So like just being with the same class, but anyway, super exciting. Uh, I think it'll be, it'll be like a nice little, little side hustle and get like, get a little glimpse into is teaching something that I would want to do and actually get like my teaching permit and, and go into it because I mean, Hey, it's a livelihood. It is a fucking livelihood. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. But do I want to go all in and do it? That's the real question. Or do I want to go all in on coaching? Hey, I just, decisions of a 25 year old. What am I to do? What am I to do? Well, what to do is turn 26 and then get your own fucking healthcare and whatnot. So, <laughs> Now I'm going to stay on my parents, my dad's healthcare as long as possible. Yeah, milk that shit. All right, let's... So, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was fanning off my shirt and I fucked my mic. I hear about your new thing. Dude. I think I know what it is. If you're looking for a bar in SF and you're oh. somewhat near the Panhandle, uh, Golden Gate area, look uh-huh. no further. O'Keefe's Bar. God damn it. I love this place. If you like dive bars, then this is the spot for you. This is the diviest of dive bars. Uh, they only take cash. They have an old jukebox. They got a pool table and some places to sit and not much else. And it is fucking glorious. We went wow. there. Is it close to you? I know oh, you no, said no, no. The it's not somewhere that I would go out probably because it's, yeah, it's, so, so it's somewhere I would never go. But <laughs> I would never go there. These things. Um, it is so far. It's just so out of the way. Um, it's like, it's a great, it would be a great local spot to have, but it is not. Um, and we went there after the first day of outside lands and it was, it was just a super good time, like super cheap beer, like beer for like four or five bucks. Um, yeah, crazy pool hanging pool. What more can you ask for? It's a solid name. When I saw Keefe's on there, I thought for sure you were talking about like, isn't there like a skin, like a lotion or an O'Keefe's like lotion or hand lotion? Maybe I'm mm. I'm off. I thought you were like, I thought you were going to like pull out this chapstick and be like, I've been using O'Keefe's chapstick. Are you thinking of Keels? Oh, yes. I was thinking of Keels. <laughs> wow. Fuck me. I use Keels though. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I use their uh, face 
scrub and moisturizer. Uh-huh. So. I used to use the face scrub with the with the microbeads that got like banned because they were killing fish. No, no, ocean. different thing. But it's like a, just a face wash. Yeah. yeah. The the other thing I loved about you starting off at O'Keefe's was like your little ad for it, right? Like if you are in the da 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 da, which reminded me, Alex and I one of like the little bits that just like makes me laugh is those like. <sighs> Instagram reels or like TikToks, like those pages where it's like travel, like like top five, you know, places to go in North Park, and then like the voice places like you the never would have known is in North Park. Secret yeah, spots. like the. But then the person who like who narrates these videos, it's always the same cadence and voice. Next time you're in North Park, you have to check out this spot. <laughs> this is our favorite wine. Uh, wine bar coffee shop. Every time I'm in town, I make sure to at least get three cups of coffee here, even if I'm only there for two days. Also, say hi to Pedro. He's my favorite barista. And it's just like, uh, it's always, it's like, I don't, it's just become something that Alex and I now have just like every now and then just, uh, what was it? Alex said that he went to some place on convoy and then it was just like, next time you're in convoy, make sure you go to Bonchon. Like any positive experience bon-chan? we have, Bonchon. Yeah, is that a got one Korean in Valley place? Now. Yeah, they got one. Yeah, in dude, Valley. they got them up here too. Fucking love Bonchon. <laughs> Fucking Christ. dude, some of the best next wings ever. Some of the most bang for your for buck. Korean wings. Oh. Yeah, that's what Alex was saying. Was just how much he spent here. Alex was like, uh, he listed off, rattled off all the food that him and his dad got, and he's like, guess, guess the bill. And I was like, uh, $27. Like, well, no, 35 But like, <laughs> still, I, but I just went really, really low. I was like, yeah, two guys. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Love me some Bonchon, baby. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of, I think, I think that voice. Speaking of, like, of Korea. The little, the influencer, the, the influencer voice that next time you're in. You have to try. You have to try outside lands. <laughs> You need the, to go to the food ven- vendors at Asalians. I think they, that same person is definitely the same person in one of my classes at Penn State. I remember this girl giving a presentation saying the reason why she loved going abroad was uh, because she, she could, um, I don't think she used the right adjective because I think she meant to say immerse herself in the culture, but instead she said like submerge myself. In the <laughs> but, but. Speaking of culture, oh Ur- wow, culture. what a fucking, fucking segue! Holy shit! Um, I'll do mine first because you got quite the list here. Um, yeah. Just fucking, fucking James Bond movies, dude. I uh, before we hopped on this, I was watching the newest James Bond, like the most recent one, No Time to Die, which I've already seen before, but I wanted to watch it. And uh, Daniel Craig. What a guy. What a fucking what a fucking James Bond, that guy, huh? Huh? He did a pretty fucking good job if you ask me there. He's chill, huh? He's a he's a he's a boy. I would love to hang out with him. I think I played a James Bond video game as a kid like Goldeneye? once. Like a, yeah, like one of my older the, cousins was playing it. On the N sixty four or something? I think it was on like a PlayStation like one. Okay, probably yeah. Yeah. That's like the played it a little bit when I was in second grade. That summer, going into second grade, that's one of my older cousins. Played it for a day with him, but that's probably my lone, 
my lone uh, James Bond experience. Never really watched many of the movies or anything. I want to check them because there's so fucking many of them. And there's like, there's been so many James Bonds. I've seen a couple of the Pierce Brosnan ones, but never watched any of the Sean Connery or the uh, Roger Moore or any of that. So, Listeners, let's make it happen. Let's make Jake a future James Bond. I think oh, that God. is not, not allowed that to be the fucking goal. You have to be British. Actually? Mm-hmm. That's like no, a... No. I don't know if it's a written rule anywhere, but like, why would why would they do anyone who's not British? Oh, I think I can manage an accent there. Oi! There goes that dream. We, we are we we gotta oh, oh, we're gonna disarm the missile. How's acting, by the way? I'm on a break right now, kiddo. Yeah. Okay. How long? How much longer is the break, though? September twelfth. I uh. I got a job. Did I tell you about that? I got. An, I got. A, I have a new acting job. You had mentioned an audition. I had the audition, there. but now you got it. Listeners, if you are in the San Francisco area and are looking <laughs> for something to do, maybe on a weekday or a weekend, come on down to the Stranger Things Experience. Which go on the weekend because that's the only time I'll be working. But see me there. And you'll be acting to some degree? Uh, to a full degree. You you play a character, and you're just in character the whole time. So most of the staff, if not all the staff, no, most of the staff there are, like, people in character. So the whole time you're out on the floor around, like, people, uh, you're in character the whole time. What's, do you, does your character have a name? Uh, we, you, you play different people, so you can play, like, a mix of people. Um, so just depends on the day, but yeah, they all have names. I'm imagining, I'm only imagining when you, uh, told the wag, came home to the wag and said, uh, honey, I auditioned for the stranger things experience and I got and a I rotating got part. one of three parts <laughs> and I'm going to be able to work only the weekends, which is when I want my podcast listeners to come out. And I think they're going to be able to support me if they want to. It would really <laughs> mean. Not, it would just really mean. Donate to my Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's exciting. First uh, legit paid gig. So, damn, that much closer to being a working actor. Hourly or what? Hourly. Let's suck figures. Let's suck numbers. Let's suck. It's good money. I reckon I might want to try me some of this. Uh, <laughs> This acting stuff. I think I might want to try me some of that. Yeah. I don't honestly know how much I can do talk it, about. Do it. Don't do it. But... <laughs> it's no, highly Paul. addictive. <laughs> I, was, I just watched that the other night. I watched it, though, like, after coming back from being out at the bars and just, bars. like, was not sober and woke up at 7 a.m. on the couch <laughs> with my laptop, like, on the ground and just, I was like, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> But a great movie, love it. Great movie. You don't want none of this, do we? Oh, I don't. I don't want to get addicted. You can't get addicted. I don't want no hangover or nothing. It won't give you a hangover. Who's that actor? He's Tim in Mean Robbins. Girls. Is that who it is? I believe so. Yeah. Uh. All right, Hello, my little fruiticulture. I know, I know that you had said that it looks like I've got a long list. Uh, it's kind of because I'm just like, 
I'm at this point where, yeah, we're talking Batch, and for for the past oh. few weeks, like I really haven't been watching. I thought a whole Batch lot. was like Bach or something or Batch. No, I was no. like, what's what's Batch? But what's happened is like Monday evening, I will dedicate to the Bachelorette, and with my schedule lately, it works out to where that happens to be a day where I'm like home at a reasonable hour, and I've got some free time to where I don't feel so bad about spending two hours watching Bachelorette. So long, but also <laughs> when I got when I geared up to watch it i was like hour and a half yeah like, squeeze yeah, me about that but now we've got new season of hard knocks which i'm excited to start watching lions? that'll be like a weekly release it yeah it's lions? gonna be the lions and then uh the second half of better call saul i just watched the first episode of the second half and i was like whoa this is fucking awesome and i was told it's gonna be fucking awesome and then actually i know i had mentioned barry, barry. as well and i'm probably three or four episodes in but i need to I need to do my full dive. I don't know what order I'm going to go. I think Hard Knocks, I'm going to try to keep up with it. Bachelorette, just keep up with it week week after week. But uh, these next few weekends, if you're curious what culture I'm catching up on, I don't know that I'm going to be watching any movies. I'm going to just be grinding some Better Call Saul until I finish it and see what the frick. I don't want to hear a bunch of repeats every week. You need to culturize yourself. Well... I'm going to knock these out so I can start watching some movies. Because I was thinking when I, when I was thinking Verticulture, I was like, all right, like maybe there's a movie that I saw recently. I'm like, no, there isn't. Like there just is not. I'm just not watching movies. I'm not indulging. I'm the movie guy. I'm my, the one watching movies around here. My one one thing that just uh, very, very current news with, with uh, Trump and the whole FBI raid Mar-a-Lago my dad, I don't know if I've mentioned this, that like my dad was driving me a little nuts with it's how much It's a damn shame called. that they're attacking a former president. There we go. I can't fucking believe it. Is nothing sacred? Huh? If they, sacred. if they go after him for committing crimes, who's safe? Who the fuck is safe, huh? Defund the FBI. They're a bunch of fucking mm. baby rapists and satanic worshippers. My dad had been driving me a little nuts just with like how closely now that he's retired, he just watches the news all day. Like it used to be sports. And then now it's like he has a lot of free time to watch CNN, MSNBC. Uh, he's on YouTube plenty, but he's just constantly consuming. He's constantly consuming the January 6th stuff. And I think my <laughs> he's just watching a lot of mukbang videos, but also the news <laughs> as well. I was, I was, uh, I think he thought that I thought he was crazy. And because he'd start talking about all the January 6th hearings and then. Now it's like he texted me the other day, like, "Are you seeing this? This is truly history in the making." Like, like kind of like a told I told you so type moment, <laughs> and because I wasn't like discrediting anything he was saying, it was just my thought on it all was, "Hey, like I know Trump is wild and crazy and whatever." Like, I look, I know that I, I know the man gets down. All right, I know he gets but, wild and throws a few back from time. To time. But the guy has always managed to weasel his way out of everything, so I just didn't really want to get my hopes up. And then, yeah, it, just for you know, rug to get pulled out from underneath me for, or whatever. So for them, to, I think I was looking out for my dad. For them to so have, invested, for them to have executed this warrant though is like that's pretty yeah. big. That means that they yeah. like. He's I remember hearing, his I think it was like, it's like a no knock warrant or something like that, which is like, you go like, break the door down, go in there, get what like you need. You and I saw, dude, go in there. Yes, you do. He was, you uh, go in they, there. they saw that he was trying to uh, like, they were trying to flush documents down the toilet 
I don't know if you saw that. Really? Yeah. There's like a picture of like the toilet and like there's like papers there that just like didn't make it down, but doesn't look good. It's pretty shady Aww. shit. I'm not too up to date on it, but doesn't look great. Doesn't look great yeah. for our country because if we can't have the second coming of Donnie J, Trump, what's there to look forward to? Yeah. So, I don't know. <sighs> I'm just scared. I'm scared for my boy. God forbid Donald. he gets arrested and put in prison for life. That the would, Donald. That would suck. He would be fired. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Now that's some reality TV. That's some reality TV for you. <laughs> All right. Little send off for our listeners. Thank you, everyone, that's made it this far. To um, all of our new female listeners. Highly, ex- ex- like, just blow the doors off the hinges. How much our female audience is growing is pretty crazy. The numbers yeah. that we're seeing. I love it. It's fucking incredible. And we appreciate you all. Uh, if you could leave us a review, a like, subscribe wherever you get your podcast that would be awesome uh it really helps generate traffic to our show mm. yeah and then uh yeah tell your friends about it yeah if any Especially of you girl if any of you want to start lucid dreaming um i've never done it myself but i heard that if you start keeping a dream journal and write down your dreams every day uh it can actually help you begin to then realize when you're in a dream and then you can just start doing whatever the fuck you want Add that to the list. Yep. We are an informative podcast. Yep, yep, yep. What can't we do? Nothing. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. All right, listeners, we love you. Good boy. Goodbye.